Hey everyone, welcome back to The Daily Blend Show, episode number 46, and you're probably wondering or saying to yourself, hey, where have you been? You were doing so good at doing two episodes a week for so many weeks, and then you just dropped off. So there is a story behind that, and I'll talk about it um, once we get into the show, but before then, let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. So we're talking about what we're talking about. You got that right. So we're going to talk about a lot about brand building, storytelling, kind of ways to think about communicating and engaging with folks. It's really about kind of preparing or arming you up for what undoubtedly will be probably two weeks of time in December that you've got a little bit of personal time and some ability to reflect on 2021 and prepare for 2022. So with that said, so let's jump into the show. Uh, I mentioned at the start of the intro that this show took a little bit of a break and it was a little bit of frustration, a little bit of uh, bad policies on my part and a little bit of uh, bad luck. So I use GoDaddy to host my website. So that means I rent server space from them and I host WordPress. So WordPress is open source and it's, you know, for all intensive purposes, a platform that you install into a server. Um, it uses third-party plugins. One of those plugins or a couple of those had some bugs or issues. You could call it malware, but I think it's just bugs and corrupted my site. And normally what you do is you delete everything except the content folder, put a fresh install and you're up and running. Super easy. Been doing it for 14 or 15 years. For some reason this time when I tried to do that, it wouldn't refresh and pull up the content. So I tried to restore one of the four backups and unfortunately, none of the backups worked. They were all corrupt. And then the local copy that I did have on my laptop, well, I lost it when I brought my laptop on an airplane and someone spilled water on my laptop. So I was out about, you know, I don't know, 20 hours worth of work that was just sitting on my desktop that I forgot to sync back to the process. And then, you know, my site, which probably had 1,500 posts. So um, I up, you know, updated my site, fresh new WordPress install. So if you go to dailyblend.com today, it is there. It looks pretty good, almost as good as it used to look, maybe a little couple tweaks here and there. Uh, it doesn't have all the content. I am in process of moving to Squarespace. I looked at Wix, I looked at Shopify, um, and the reviews seemed better on Squarespace. I like the feature set. I like the templates. I like the ease of use. The price point wasn't bad either. So I am moving uh, Daily Blend to Squarespace, and I am likely going to move the Daily Blend podcast, which is the house music um, show that's been going on for about 15 years, over to SoundCloud, and I'll talk about that more in another episode. But um, for now, you're going to be viewing Daily Blend on WordPress. And probably come Christmas time, it will be over on Squarespace. It will look super crisp, super clean, and um, just easier for me to manage. So I thought I would just share where the show's been. Um, I've got a couple episodes that I've recorded with others that I'm finally getting back to. And um, 
those are going to get out in the next week or two. So, you know, one of the things you're going to see is, and I've sort of talked about this and, you know, written about it in the past. You know, at the end of the year, I spend, I don't know, a week looking at all the digital content I make and kind of reflecting on personal brand. And so, I, you know, I've been looking for frameworks and ideas and kind of what other people are doing. So the first three stories particularly are talking about, you know, branding and, and how to do that really well um, and just ways to think about it. And, you know, one is, you know, much more of a detailed framework. The other is, you know, a way to kind of tell your brand instead of defining your brand. And the last one is just a real life example. So let's jump into those three things. So story number one is from Dory Clark. And Dory Clark is a very smart woman who does great lectures and keynotes. She's written a handful of books. Um, This actually was one of her, I'll say it, older um, keynote uh, speeches at Google. And I just liked it because it went into a more detailed step-by-step guide into assessing your unique strengths and developing a compelling personal brand and ensuring that others recognize the power uh, and contribution you can make. And I thought this was like a really good starting point of just like assessing yourself. And in the post, we've got uh, the the like 50-minute YouTube Uh, video from Dory's keynote, and it's a little on the longer side, but I I think it's definitely well worth the watch or listen. The next one comes in, and the story headline is called Story Brand, Brand Script, Donald Miller's Seven-Part Framework, but there's a better story here. Um, BPN, protein company out of Austin, Texas, has a really compelling CEO who has done a great job of you know, telling his brand story and bring you on the journey and growth of the brand through his own like personal development as an athlete and, you know, showcasing like how they're growing as a company and what they're thinking about. And one of the, um, and by the way, their protein is fantastic. Uh, The field bars are out of stock, but when they come back into stock, I highly recommend them. The protein's great. Um, one of my favorites, but back to why I'm, you know, highlighting them. So in one of their more recent videos, um, they, you know, talked about how they brought in a company called Story Brand to examine how they build their story and brand. And so from that like little clip on the video, I went out and figured out that they're using Donald Miller's seven part framework. And I looked into that and the image that we're showcasing is about how that framework was applied to like Star Wars. And it's really kind of neat and it kind of brings it to life. But I think if if you figure out like who you are and what you, you you know, you're known for through like the Dory kind of framework, this is really how you like tell your story or think about your story narrative. Um, And so the, the third kind of leg of this trifecta is brand building with Ryan Serhant. And I think I've got his name right. Uh, So for those that watch Bravo, yes, this is that same real estate agent guy who wears fantastic suits, great watches, and has a ton of energy. And so what Ryan figured out is how can he use social media to help amplify his voice and his um, delivery capability as a real estate agent? 
And, you know, when we're all in like one of the biggest job transferring errors, uh, likely of all of our lives, the market's red hot. Why not think about building your brand, either whether or not you want to leave or just be better at where you are? And so Ryan walks through his playbook for he, you know, how he thinks about expanding in all ways, all ways. And there's really three elements he calls out. So the first thing is identify your core. Like, who are you and what's your aunt? So, you know, what's your main thing? And then what's that other thing? So for him, he's a real estate agent and media. So for me, I'm a consultant and I put out content. And I put out podcast content uh, in the form of spoken word. And I also do like music stuff. And so be consistent, consistent, consistent. And if you listen to the three-month gap in my releases, you will see that I get an F in that, but we're fixing that. And then the last thing is shout it from the mountains. And I feel like this is where so many people fail, right? They're like almost afraid of it. And I look at, you know, the perfect example is I've got a cousin in real estate and she just pumps content out, you know, content, 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 new house, new showing, new house, new clothes. And, you know, at first you think of it as like corny or like, geez, another thing. And then it just becomes like embedded. You're just like, oh, my cousin's a killer real estate agent and just closing deals. I have a similar friend that did this who is a lawyer and just pumped out content of like lawyering, what he's doing, how he's bringing success to people, why he's amazing. And at first, like I had some friends say, oh, that's corny. And then after a while, you had those same friends being like, man, he's killing it. And so, you know, Ryan does a really good job of explaining this and I've linked the videos. I've also linked his like YouTube and his social stuff. I think it's just worth following um, and, and kind of cool there uh, to, to see how someone's doing it really effectively. So that sort of wraps up the first, you know, three stories about brand building. And I hope this fourth story somewhat connects or at least you can see the bridge and I found this really interesting article when, when searching for these frameworks about Richard Branson, uh, the you know guy that does everything Virgin, right? That, that's his brand, right? Started record labels, started space, started hotels. And it, it's really like the article from uh, the Inc. is when to push, when to pull back. And it's really saying like, you know, how do you deal with like burnout versus go, 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 go. And, you know, the quote I pulled out of this article is staying ahead of the curve, predicting market conditions, spotting opportunities before they arise and forecasting the wider economic, social and technology landscape will really help you minimize risk when starting a business. And I thought this was really cool. It's like, you know, he he's totally comes out and says, hey, I've been known to say, screw it, let's just do it, figure it out. But, you know, it's like, hey, can I think about what's happening in a macro sense. Can I also see what I know based on like what part of the niche market I'm playing in? And then when you see something and you're like, this is a gap, I could go do this, go take advantage of this. And, you know, I think back to like 15 years ago and I was like, you know, no one was putting out DJ podcasts. I was like, I got to figure this out. I got to figure this out. And I did. I was like, all right, I'm going to be one of the first people on iTunes. And I remember there were only like five DJs in the world that had podcasts mixes on iTunes. And then I didn't put my foot on the gas. I said, oh, I got other things to do. And I wish I had, 
you know, continue to push when I was ahead. Cause I really saw like a gap in the marketplace of like consistent content where you're like, okay, I could put out club mixes and weekend mixes and then like make this a profitable thing. And look, that's like a really simple example. Um, but you know, I, I thought it was really cool of like thinking about, you know, when you're building your brand and like seeing gaps and trying to hit those gaps based on like what's going on both locally and then a broader sense. Um, so go check out the article from Jessica uh, Stillman and, uh, you know, have a bit of read on, on Richard uh, and his point of view. So the fifth story is really about just like, well, the fifth and sixth is, is really about like my just general frustration lately about repetitive tasks or the lack of what I'll call digitization. Right now, we've got a ton of tools and some are integrated, others are not, but they're not really working for us. And I've had the opportunity to, you know, see um, certain solutions that really help like serve up information, you know, and using unstructured data and then presenting it to you with like recommendations. And we're getting closer to that, but it's still not as like dialed in of saying, hey, you know, 10 people are talking about the same thing in your company. You know, we just found a gap in your uh, your calendars and we scheduled something and put together an agenda. Like I want that as my like North Star white whale, however you want to think about it. And so, you know, lately there's two things that are just kind of frustrating me. The first is email and the second is CRM. And so um, what I've seen or, or recently uh, been exposed to is called Flowrite. And if you've listened to the show, you know uh, I'm a huge fan of Grammarly. And Grammarly does a really great job of helping you refine your email once it's been crafted. But it doesn't actually help you craft it. Whereas Flowrite actually, with a few kind of keywords and tasks, actually helps you like write the thing and does it through like AI. And obviously you get to, you know, check it afterwards and make sure it makes sense. But this is where I think the market is headed, you know, where you're almost like doing some like predictive text or talking into your computer or your phone and saying, here's what I'm trying to like accomplish, write this for me. And um, it's in beta. I, I've requested access to it. So if you're on the Flowrite team, I'm going to tag you guys uh, on social media and hopes that you see this uh, and listen to this and grant me access to the beta because uh, I'm really interested how this works and uh, both in terms of like a you know a, a professional and a, and a personal probably more in a personal setting um, and I'll let you guys know if I get access to it and share kind of like my learnings and thinkings. So the second um, or, or sixth story, but the second technology one is. Uh, I called it CRM that bends. And the solution is called Atio, that's A-T-T-I-O. And it's a new take on CRM. And just looking at the screenshots, once again, it's like on beta and I haven't been accepted yet. But just looking at the screenshots, it reminds me of Monday.com or Smartsheet where it's like, hey, this is a platform. But the difference is where like Smartsheet and Monday.com don't necessarily have like a central hub of information. This one appears to. So if you create like companies and contacts, it all can live in a central repository, but you can make forms and workflows happen, or at least that's what my takeaway was. 
So when I think about like the evolution of people using CRMs, you have some people who say, let me just keep it simple and like a HubSpot out of the box works for me. Or, hey, I want to like really tweak it and I need like something more robust like Dynamics and Salesforce where I can tweak fields and change the way that, you know, data is flowing and add forms and, and all this stuff and, and go crazy. And I almost think that this is like uh, almost like a happy medium. It, it's like, hey, you can try this and you can see, you know, what you need as an individual or what your company needs as an individual uh, or as a, as a company to, to, you know, make CRM work. And then after a while, you figure out, you know what, this works, leave it be. Or, hey, let's take our learnings and let's move to a bigger, more established platform. I think both solutions have a lot of merit. And so, you know, once again, uh, to this uh, team at Audio, I'm going to tag you in the post and hopefully you guys will grant me access to your beta. All right. So, you know, I'm talking about brand building. I'm talking about you know, technology to communicate with people, to track your communications and get smarter on it. So let's talk about like, how do you do goal setting? And one of the things that I always like look at is I'm really good at putting to-do lists together, but maybe not good at like goal setting with um, metrics. And, And I'm struggling with this personally and professionally. And so I went and looked for, for people who had like better frameworks And I really found just like a really simple thing that, you know, it's called G-S-O-T. So goals, strategy, objectives, and tactics. And I set it up this morning of four columns and goals is the first one. And so when I think about like goals, I think about, you know, what, um, what's the big picture thing that I'm trying to do? And then, you know, what's like the outcome I'm looking for? right? What is the what? Then under objectives, it's like, how do I measure this? Right? And then from the strategy, it's like defines as to why you're doing this over something else. And then the tactic is like, you know, the specific activity. And I think in the past when I've done goal setting, I just jump to the tactic and I kind of skip the strategies, the objectives and the goals. And when I'm like looking at the goals I set for myself, Um, and and I'll use an example. I said, I want to increase my web presence. And so the objective was really to increase visibility of me across multiple channels. And the strategy is to put content out and put content across channels. And then the tactics are how I do that and where I post. And, you know, I want to like, look at this as a very simple framework to say, like, was I successful at this this week? Yes or no? What was the primary objective? Did I achieve that, right? Did the strategies work? Did the tactics work? And so, you know, right now, I'm, I'm just going to use this framework. It takes a little more time to kind of plan out your goals. I, I think like my whole goal setting this morning took me like 40 minutes um, and it was for a few major goals. I'm sure once I get like more into it, uh, it will be a little faster, but I like this framework and it's it's working for me or worked for me today and I think it's going to work. So I'll, I'll revisit it in a couple of weeks uh, just to see if I've got any like changes or tweaks to it. But um, yeah, 
Um, you know, hopefully this episode is starting to like get your brain into priming itself for some time away to like reassess, you know, who you are, what you're trying to do, what goals you're trying to achieve. And, um, you know, hopefully you enjoyed it and maybe share it with a, a friend or two that, you know, is looking to like enhance themselves at their current role, looking for a new role or just looking to change some stuff up. So, uh, as always, this episode is available on anchor.fm. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, uh, and YouTube. And um, you can check me out on Instagram at Reed Daily, Twitter at Reed Daily, and on LinkedIn, also at Reed Daily. And uh, Daily Blends available on .com, Instagram, Twitter. And with that said, I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. And we'll catch you on Friday for the uh, Friday Top 5. Until then, uh, take care.